Hi everyone, this is Kelly and this is the podcast called Blossom with Kelly where I share insights and things that I'm noticing happening on the dance floor and with Kai and with coaching. So um, it's a series of tips and ideas and story sharing around um, what it takes to move from just surviving to um, or even from victim to survival and then right up into feeling that you're thriving or expanding open. And that's what health does. That's what, when we are in a state of um, balance and uh, feeling very powerful with ourselves, we expand and we open and we help each other. Kind of like a plant or a tree starts to drop its blossoms and plant new seeds. It expands outward. So I wanted to talk, and this is a funny topic that may not feel like it goes hand in hand with all of that, Um, It feels kind of like a shallow um, topic, maybe. It's about hair. (laughs) And for, um, let's see, for 13 years, I was a hairdresser. This was when I first turned 18, and I became a hairdresser. My mother was a hairdresser, and it just felt like a natural progression for me to follow in her footsteps. Um, So I did that for 13 years, and it was during that time that I Um, did a lot of listening to people. It's amazing the stories people will share when they're getting their hair done and how intimate and um, open they will be with trusting and and opening their heart to sharing what's going on in their lives. And during that time I also noticed that no matter how I fixed people's hair, it was really how they felt about themselves on the inside that made them glow. So with all this awareness I started to um, move my body and take different dance classes and movement classes and that's where I really found that movement and music and dance is what brought my soul to life and that um, that became more important to me than helping people on the outside. I wanted to help people on the inside and thus became my exploration with mind-body concepts and going to college for physical therapy that changed to um, health and wellness after taking care of my um, dying father for a few months before he passed from a brain tumor. And that catapulted me forward into where I am today and creating Kai and finding ways to bring movement and self-love and integration of the mind and the body into very intentional um, classes that are created with Kai. So long story short, what brought me from there to here now also is that for the first time in 30 years, I have natural hair color. (laughs) I've colored my hair and had every color that you can imagine in the rainbow, pretty much. And um, it was about um, almost a year ago, a little over a year ago, uh, maybe a year and a half, um, I had cut my hair very short and I had dyed it bright red and and was really enjoying um, that expression of myself. And I became inspired to just stop (laughs) and just see what happens if I stop trying to change the outside. Um, I stopped wearing makeup and I let my hair grow and have not had it touched by scissors, not my own scissors and not another hairdresser's scissors, and have just watched how it just naturally grew out. And along this path, I've done a ton of inner child work as well. I have one picture of myself when I was, mm, I think I was about four or five, and it's probably one of the, one of the pictures that I think most clearly depicts me um, in my most natural state, in my eyes. There's energy in my eyes, and as I got older with lots of different family traumas and things that I lived through, 
um, that were difficult, um, I lost that light in my eyes until I started dancing again and, and then I started to rediscover it more. But even on a deeper level, I think that embracing who I am and what I look like in my most natural self at 50 years old um, has also been an embracing of my inner child in me and sort of like loving her, like telling her she, she doesn't have to change her hair color, she doesn't have to wear makeup, she doesn't have to put anything on for anybody else to love her. And that's um, had me reflect on when did I even start wearing makeup and why? And um, I was thinking of uh, when I first started Kai, um, I had some friends. I just had uh, my second son. Um, he's, let's see, he's 10 now. So he was five at the time. <clears throat> and um, my hair was longer from um, pregnancy. I had colored it red also, a different shade of red. And friends in my uh, inner circle were telling me like with creating Kai, in order to have a professional image, I needed to color my eyebrows because if I color my eyebrows, my eyes will pop. And I, like it was all about what I looked like to create an image that would match um, being a business owner and having a business that is going to grow and thrive. So that's where I can look back and say that those were moments, they did nothing wrong, you know, but those were moments I gave my power away that I felt deep down inside that I didn't need to do anything. You know, power is how we make our choices and what we are making our choices from. Whether we're making it from someone else's fear choice or belief, and if we don't believe in it, and we're still doing it right there. We just leaked a little bit of power out. And it just keeps leaking in that way when we reflect on all the little places that we did something that we didn't agree with fully or that we felt we had to fit in and it came from a deeper root of fear. That's where we start to leak power. But when we choose something in the face of conflict, in the face of not agreeing with someone, especially a friend, in the face of society, that tells us that uh, we are beautiful if we have our hair a certain way. And if we have our makeup on a certain way, then we fit in with our culture. So when we go against the grain of all of that and still feel beautiful and still feel like we are defining who we are as a person in that moment, that is where power lie, lies or lays. And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. For me, that's where I feel um, that I am on an edge of discomfort, it's a vulnerable feeling, but it also has this deep, rich core of juiciness, of knowingness, of wisdom, of being aligned and congruent with that aspect of who I am in this moment. Now, saying all this, I also want to say that, you know, for every hair color change that I've had and hairstyle change, um, many of them I just picked on my own and they were from something inside of me that wanted expression in that moment. So I'm not saying that every woman needs to be without makeup. Every woman needs to have red hair or blonde hair or any hair. You know, it's really personal expression and lining up with something underneath that feels that it wants to have an expression, expression versus doing it to fit in with a culture that is creating what beauty looks like. So there's a big definition in that. I also think that um, this is where it ties in with, with Kai. Um, through the years and through dancing, <clears throat> when I change my hair color, there is a, an archetype side of me that comes forth. 
even not just hair color but how I style my hair like some days I'll feel that I'll want to bring forth a little more warrior this morning was one of them and I was feeling very tired and just wondering how am I going to meet all the demands of being a mother of being a business owner of being an athlete of being um, all of the tasks that motherhood brings which includes cleaning the house and cooking and managing things that are happening around me as best as I can so to me, when I call forth the archetype, say, of warrior, I wear my hair different. I choose my clothes different. I hold my posture different. The tone of my voice is different, and I make choices that are different, more challenging. I come to them with a level of uh, excitement and eagerness to meet that challenge with full-out fierceness. And you know, sometimes I'm so far removed from the warrior that just to choose it feels like an effort. Yet, when I do it, little by little, in how I dress and how I wear my hair, it sort of creates a pathway, doorway, an opening to bringing it home, bringing it in, and then it becomes how I move my body through life. So this is um, an aspect of Kai or the archetypes, and there are five of them. The warrior is one, also the athlete, the dancer, the inner child and the healer. So those are the five from the earth immersion. There are more through the water immersions training and other trainings that are coming forth in the future. But right now the embodiment of those five for a Kai teacher means that the teacher one knows the, them, relates to them in their life, calls them in and recognizes that each of those archetypes offer them the grace of moving from victim to beyond survival to feeling that you're thriving like they are a tool that can drastically create far more confidence and brings forth each of our unique gifts in when we're teaching kai we're not meant to all be kelly we're all meant to be who we are uniquely, which is uncovered through authentic movement, and then defined and refined through the archetypes and through the moves of Kai in a class that's balanced between authentic movement and 21 moves that are designed to ground, to energize, and to free up the body. And then the archetypes become what are behind the movements. So we could do a kick and it could be from the archetype of the dancer, which would look very different than the archetype of the warrior. What is behind the kick? becomes present. And this is what makes the work of Kai so effective at opening up deeper places within, deeper awarenesses, and brings in awareness of what we can choose to become stronger. So it's, um, I've just watched it change so many people's lives and hairstyles and expressions of themselves and opened up more love in a deeper, richer, more sustainable way that I'm on fire to share it with the world and to invite more teachers to come in. There's a year-long training that um, I offer. It's still um, being refined um, and so it's not quite ready yet, but it's almost and I am accepting applications. It's called the Somatic artist training and that allows you to teach the work you do it from wherever you live and we work out a schedule over the course of a year it's 200 hours and that includes one trip to Sarasota Florida and I help you arrange that so it works within your schedule and within your life and after that you teach it you get to teach Kai even during the year you'll get to start some classes and start exploring the work within your communities and there are no, once you complete it, there are no uh, yearly dues or monthly dues. You are a somatic artist and 
Um, I'm hopeful that you'll enjoy teaching Kai. There are guidelines to using the trademark, so um, those um, we talk about, but they aren't, you don't have to pay anything. Um, you can use them once you complete the program. And uh, hopefully, you know, we continue to share our work and you might be interested in continuing education, which is really important. And keeping your practice going personally is vital to also being your best with guiding a group. And that's something that um, I'm continually aware of helping to support you to create in your life and encourage you and inspire you. And with that, um, I hope that you're having a good hair day. <laughs> I would love to hear your hair stories and see what you think about this podcast. If you're watching or listening to it rather on iTunes, there's a way to um, click how much you like it or if you don't like it or you do like it. And I think there's a way that you can also add a little comment. These kinds of comments and clicking that you like it help these podcasts to reach wider audiences. So it's really helpful um, if you do that. And I thank you for your time and your energy today. There's also on the Anchor page, there's a link. So if you're enjoying these podcasts, you can help support them by contributing money and even just a, a dollar or more, depending on what you're able to give. And I really appreciate um, your ability to do that. It helps me to keep creating these and keep moving forward. And, um, and if you're not, I'm also very grateful just to share this work and to share some inspiration and hopefully help to uplift the whole. So have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Bye. everyone this is Kelly and this is the podcast called Blossom with Kelly where I share insights and things that I'm noticing happening on the dance floor and with Kai and with coaching so um, it's a series of tips and ideas and story sharing around um, what it takes to move from just surviving to um, or even from victim to survival and then right up into feeling that you're thriving or expanding open and that's what health does. That's what, when we are in a state of um, balance and uh, feeling very powerful with ourselves, we expand and we open and we help each other. Kind of like a plant or a tree starts to drop its blossoms and plant new seeds. It expands outward. So I wanted to talk, and this is a funny topic that may not feel like it goes hand in hand with all of that, um, it feels kind of like a shallow um, topic maybe. It's about hair. <laughs> and for, um, let's see, for 13 years I was a hairdresser. This was when I first turned 18 and I became a hairdresser. My mother was a hairdresser and it just felt like a natural progression for me to follow in her footsteps. Um, so I did that for 13 years and it was during that time that I um, did a lot of listening to people. It's amazing the stories people will share when they're getting their hair done and how intimate and um, open they will be with trusting and, and opening their heart to sharing what's going on in their lives. And during that time I also noticed that no matter how I fixed people's hair, it was really how they felt about themselves on the inside that made them glow. So with all this awareness, I started to um, move my body and take different dance classes and movement classes. And that's where I really found that movement and music and dance is what brought my soul to life and 
that um, that became more important to me than helping people on the outside. I wanted to help people on the inside and thus became my exploration with mind-body concepts and going to college for physical therapy that changed to um, health and wellness after taking care of my um, dying father for a few months before he passed from a brain tumor. And that catapulted me forward into where I am today and creating Kai and finding ways to bring movement and self-love and integration of the mind and the body into very intentional um, classes that are created with Kai. So long story short, what brought me from there to here now also is that for the first time in 30 years, I have natural hair color. (laughs) I've colored my hair and had every color that you can imagine in the rainbow, pretty much. And um, it was about um, almost a year ago, a little over a year ago, uh, maybe a year and a half. um, I had cut my hair very short and I had dyed it bright red and and was really enjoying um, that expression of myself. And I became inspired to just stop (laughs) and just see what happens if I stop trying to change the outside. Um, I stopped wearing makeup and I let my hair grow and have not had it touched by scissors, not my own scissors and not another hairdresser's scissors, and have just watched how it just naturally grew out. And along this path, I've done a ton of inner child work as well. I have one picture of myself when I was, mm, I think I was about four or five. And it's probably one of the, one of the pictures that I think most clearly depicts me um, in my most natural state, in my eyes. There's energy in my eyes. And as I got older with lots of different family traumas and things that I lived through um, that were difficult, Um, I lost that light in my eyes until I started dancing again and and then I started to rediscover it more. But even on a deeper level, I think that embracing who I am and what I look like in my most natural self at 50 years old um, has also been an embracing of my inner child in me and sort of like loving her, like telling her she, she doesn't have to change her hair color, she doesn't have to wear makeup, she doesn't have to put anything on for anybody else to love her. And that's um, had me reflect on when did I even start wearing makeup and why? And um, I was thinking of uh, when I first started Kai, um, I had some friends. I just had uh, my second son. Um, He's, let's see, he's 10 now. So he was five at the time. And uh, my hair was longer from um, pregnancy. I had colored it red also, a different shade of red. And friends in my uh, inner circle were telling me like with creating Kai in order to have a professional image, I needed to color my eyebrows because if I color my eyebrows, my eyes will pop. And I, like it was all about what I looked like to create an image that would match um, being a business owner and having a business that is going to grow and thrive. So that's where I can look back and say that those were moments, they did nothing wrong, you know, but those were moments I gave my power away that I felt deep down inside that I didn't need to do anything. You know, power is how we make our choices and what we are making our choices from. Whether we're making it from someone else's fear choice or belief, and if we don't believe in it, 
and we're still doing it right there we just leaked a little bit of power out and it just keeps leaking in that way when we reflect on all the little places that we did something that we didn't agree with fully or that we felt we had to fit in and it came from a deeper root of fear that's where we start to leak power but when we choose something in the face of conflict in the face of not agreeing with someone especially a friend in the face of society that tells us that uh, we are beautiful if we have our hair a certain way and if we have our makeup on a certain way then we fit in with our culture so when we go against the grain of all of that and still feel beautiful and still feel like we are defining who we are as a person in that moment that is where power lie lies or lays and i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that right for me that's where i feel um, that i am on an edge of discomfort it's a vulnerable feeling but it also has this deep rich core of juiciness of knowingness of wisdom of being aligned and congruent with that aspect of who i am in this moment now saying all this i also want to say that you know for every hair color change that i've had and hairstyle change um, many of them I just picked on my own and they were from something inside of me that wanted expression in that moment so I'm not saying that every woman needs to be without makeup every woman needs to have red hair or blonde hair or any hair you know it's really personal expression and lining up with something underneath that feels that it wants to have an expression expression versus doing it to fit in with a culture that is creating what beauty looks like so there's a big definition in that. I also think that um, this is where it ties in with, with Kai. Um, through the years and through dancing, <clears throat> when I change my hair color, there is a, an archetype side of me that comes forth. Even not just hair color, but how I style my hair. Like some days I'll feel that I'll want to bring forth a little more warrior. This morning was one of them. And was feeling very tired and just wondering how am I going to meet all the demands of being a mother, of being a business owner, of being an athlete, of being um, all of the tasks that motherhood brings, which includes cleaning the house and cooking and managing things that are happening around me as best as I can. So to me, when I call forth the archetype, say, of warrior, I wear my hair different. I choose my clothes different. I hold my posture different, the tone of my voice is different, and I make choices that are different, more challenging. I come to them with a level of uh, excitement and eagerness to meet that challenge with full out fierceness. And you know, sometimes I'm so far removed from the warrior that just to choose it feels like an effort. Yet, when I do it, little by little in how I dress and how I wear my hair, it sort of creates a pathway, doorway, an opening to bringing it home, bringing it in, and then it becomes how I move my body through life. So this is um, an aspect of Kai or the archetypes, and there are five of them. The warrior is one, also the athlete, the dancer, the inner child, and the healer. So those are the five from the earth immersion. There are more through the water immersions training and other trainings that are coming forth in the future. But right now, the embodiment of those five for a Kai teacher means that the teacher, one, knows the, them, relates to them in their life, 
calls them in and recognizes that each of those archetypes offer them the grace of moving from victim to beyond survival to feeling that you're thriving. Like they are a tool that can drastically create far more confidence and f brings forth each of our unique gifts. In, when we're teaching Kai, we're not meant to all be Kelly. We're all meant to be who we are uniquely, which is uncovered through authentic movement, and then defined and refined through the archetypes and through the moves of Kai in a class that's balanced between authentic movement and 21 moves that are designed to ground, to energize, and to free up the body. And then the archetypes become what are behind the movements. So we could do a kick and it could be from the archetype of the dancer, which would look very different than the archetype of the warrior. What is behind the kick becomes present. And this is what makes the work of Kai so effective at opening up deeper places within, deeper awarenesses, and brings in awareness of what we can choose to become stronger. So it's, um, I've just watched it change so many people's lives and hairstyles and expressions of themselves and opened up more love in a deeper, richer, more sustainable way that I'm on fire to share it with the world and to invite more teachers to come in. There's a year-long training that um, I offer. It's still um, being refined um, and so it's not quite ready yet, but it's almost and I am accepting applications. It's called the Somatic artist training and that allows you to teach the work you do it from wherever you live and we work out a schedule over the course of a year it's 200 hours and that includes one trip to sarasota florida and i help you arrange that so it works within your schedule and within your life and after that you teach it you get to teach kai even during the year you'll get to start some classes and start exploring the work within your communities and there are no, once you complete it, there are no uh, yearly dues or monthly dues. You are a somatic artist and um, I'm hopeful that you'll enjoy teaching Kai. There are guidelines to using the trademark, so um, those um, we talk about, but they aren't, you don't have to pay anything. Um, you can use them once you complete the program. And hopefully, you know, we continue to share our work and you might be interested in continuing education, which is really important. And keeping your practice going personally is vital to also being your best with guiding a group. And that's something that um, I'm continually aware of helping to support you to create in your life and encourage you and inspire you. And with that, um, I hope that you're having a good hair day. <laughs> I would love to hear your hair stories and see what you think about this podcast. If you're watching or listening to it rather on iTunes, there's a way to um, click how much you like it or if you don't like it or you do like it. And I think there's a way that you can also add a little comment. These kinds of comments and clicking that you like it help these podcasts to reach wider audiences. So it's really helpful um, if you do that. And I thank you for your time and your energy today. There's also on the Anchor page, there's a link. So if you're enjoying these podcasts, you can help support them by contributing money and even just a, a dollar or more, depending on what you're able to give. And I really appreciate um, your ability to do that. It helps me to keep creating these and keep moving forward. And, um, and if you're not, I'm also very grateful just to share this work and to share some inspiration and hopefully help to uplift the whole. 
So have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Bye.